new. It's amazing. It's Prell, P-R-E-L-L, Procter & Gamble's new Radiant Cream Shampoo in the handy tube. Prell brings you the life of Riley. Prell, the shampoo that removes unsightly dandruff in as little as three minutes and leaves hair radiantly clean, radiantly lovely, presents The Life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. This is a big week in the Riley household. Daughter Babs is going to graduate from high school. This significant event has aroused varied emotions in the Riley family. Babs is elated. Mrs. Riley is proud. And Riley, Riley is a nervous wreck. Peg. Peg, will you please stop pacing the floor? I'm nervous enough. Riley, I'm sitting down. You're pacing. Oh. Now, relax, will you, dear? The commencement isn't until Friday. Well, I can't help it. You don't know what this means to me. For generations, us Rallies have been going to school, studying, plugging, cramming, using our brains. And now, after hundreds of years, one of us is going to graduate. <laughs> well, I just hope you laugh till it happens. Yeah, maybe it ain't going to happen. Where's Bab's final grade? They got mailed out yesterday. Why ain't they here? What if she didn't pass? They'll get here, and don't worry, I'm positive she passed. Well, I'm not so positive. There's no sense for Babs to pass those exams, and I ought to know. I helped her study. She'll still pass. Well, you never know. She, she might have had all the right answers and the teacher asked the wrong questions. Maybe she failed. Oh, that'd be awful if she failed. Oh, don't be such a pessimist. I'm not a pessimist. Oh, Mother. Oh, hello, Daddy. Babs, did it come? The bad news. Did the mail come yet? Well, not yet, but stop worrying. I can't. Well, you can't be sure. Daddy, I'm going to graduate, all right. If there was any doubt, the faculty wouldn't have made me class valedictorian. That's right. No, that don't prove nothing. When I was going to graduate, they made me the class prophet. <laughs> and the one thing that I couldn't prophesy was that I was going to flunk. Don't worry, I'm going to graduate. Oh, you've got to bed. You just got to. I, I've been telling everybody. If you don't graduate, I won't be able to hold my head up. Well, how do you think Babs will feel? Well, it won't be so bad for her. She's young. Why don't that mailman show up when he's bringing a bill for me? He's Johnny on the spot. Oh, he'll be here, Riley. Don't he realize how I'm suffering? Oh, just wait till Christmas. I'll get even with that mailman. Just for this, I ain't giving him the tie your father always gives me. <laughs> the mail, the mail. The letter, it came, it came, it came. Yeah, I wonder what it says. Well, open it. Huh? Oh, yeah, open it. Where's my fingers? Oh. <laughs> here they are. Oh, I'm afraid to read it. I'm afraid to read it. Well, Daddy, let me read no, it. No, I'll read it. I can't see. Everything's a blur. Give me my glasses. You don't wear glasses. <laughs> well, then lend me yours. Oh, Riley, will you give Bab it's that letter? It's I can see. History, 90. Science, 92. Algebra, 84. 76, 85. Hey, hey, congratulate me. I graduated. <laughs> under his arm, told me not to go away and then locked himself in his room. Don't nobody go away. I'm coming out. Now, what can that man be up to? Okay, here I come. Well, what do you think? Daddy. Riley. What on earth? 
that ridiculous costume. Peg, I'm surprised at your lack of ignorance. <laughs> this is formal afternoon wear for men. Striped pants, cutaway coat, wing collar, and mascot tie. <laughs> That's what this ridiculous costume is. What for? Uh, for the graduation. You don't want me to look like a bum. Well, you can't wear that. It's too small for you. Where'd you get it? From Digger Odell. <laughs> he said, he said, here, Riley, I'm lending you this free, you lucky stiff. <laughs> really, dear. <laughs> you don't have to dress up so fancy. Now, we'll talk about it later. Now, now, Bed, let's rehearse. Rehearse, Daddy? Oh, sure, we don't want to make no mistakes. Now, now, Bed, you take my left arm, and as we march slowly down the aisle... You what? We march down the aisle, and then your brother Junior, he'll hand us the bouquet of roses. Junior hands us the roses? Well, sure, he's the flower boy, and then... Riley, oh. this is a graduation, not a wedding. Well, I've never seen a graduation, Daddy, but I you don't you... march down an aisle. You sit on the platform, and when they call your name, you step forward and get the diploma. Oh. Oh, I see. Well, well, after I step forward and get my diploma... For heaven's sake, Riley, Babs is graduating. She gets a diploma. Babs? Yes, Babs. And where am I? You're sitting in the audience, like everybody else. And they don't hand me the diploma? Of course not. Don't seem fair, Dad. After all the money I invested in you. Oh, oh, Daddy. Riley, you must be out of your mind. Did you really expect them to hand you the diploma? Sure, why not? Just doesn't make sense. Well, it makes sense to me. After all, who gave birth to her? I did. (laughs) All right, you did. I admit it. But who paid her doctor bill and gave her a home? And her a total stranger? I did. <laughs> All right, Dad, dear, begin. I'll listen to you. <clears throat> Honored members of the faculty, fellow students, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, hey, come here, quick. Riley, please don't interrupt. Babs and I are just going over her. Well, whatever you're doing, it can wait. This is more important. Oh, what's in the box, Daddy? Oh, uh-huh, wait till you see. I didn't want to tell you about it until I was sure I could get it. Look. Why, it's a formal gown. Yeah. Ain't it gorgeous? Yes. What'd you get it for? Just for the graduation. For me? <laughs> well, it certainly ain't for me. <laughs> I may have a cute figure, but I just can't wear a strapless evening gown. <laughs> Try it out there. Riley, Bab can't wear that. But why not? Because she's going to appear on a platform, not a runway. <laughs> no, but you said you have to get a long dress. So yes, but not an evening gown, an afternoon dress. And besides, all the girls are wearing white. Oh, they are? Well, you'll be different. Why, in this dress, you'll stand out like a sore thumb. I mean, uh, don't you want to be different? See, this dress set me back 55 bucks my life savings. Well, you'll just have to return it. I've already gotten Babs her dress. I thought Riley, dear, I I know you mean well, but you've just got to stop interfering in... Oh, so now I'm interfering. Guess I don't even wait around here. Now, dear, I didn't say that. I apologize. I can take a hint. 
From now on, I ain't saying another word about this graduation. Handle it your own way. Oh, Daddy, don't be like you that. You won't drag another word out of me. Go on, do it your way. But, Daddy... Bev, let's rehearse your speech. Let's see. For graduation. Oh. Well, go ahead. I ain't saying a word about it, so don't ask me. I'll start from the beginning again, Mother. All right, dear. Um, today, we students are to be given awards and honors, but the real glory belongs not to us, but to those of you in the audience without whose help and encouragement we would not be receiving our diplomas today. As I look at this sea of upturned faces... Now, wait a minute, Bev. Wait, you can't begin like that. Well, what's wrong with it? Well, you've got to start with a laugh. But this is a serious speech. It don't make no difference. You throw in a laugh, see? And that wakes him up after the principal gets through speaking. <laughs> now, your first sentence is okay, but then you ought to say, uh, as I look at this sea of turned-up faces, and uh, speaking of the sea, a funny thing happened to me on the way to the commencement. I bumped into a sailor, and, and then you make a sailor joke, and you get a terrific laugh. Oh, fine. Sure, that'll be great. Oh, but Daddy, well, I... I know what I'm talking about, honey. I had experience. Now, remember when I made that speech at the plant banquet where I worked? The minute I stepped out on that stage and opened my mouth, I got a big laugh. <laughs> no wonder. Your tuxedo vest opened and your dickie slapped you in the face. <laughs> I didn't mean that. Nobody noticed. Besides, I'm talking about bad speech, not the speech at the banquet. And if it was me making bad speech, But you're I would not, get a... dear. Babs is. And she really doesn't need any help. Oh. Oh, so now I've got to keep quiet because I'm not educated. Oh, now, Riley, I, I didn't suppose say my that... grammar's not good enough. Well, it's not that. My I grammar did... happens to be perfect. And if that's the way you feel about it, from now on, I ain't not never going to open my mouth about this here graduation again. Not never, ever. <laughs> What's eating you, pal? Oh, my wife keeps running my life. Won't even let me help Babs with her graduation speech. You know what she said? How should I know? I ain't the kind of a snoop goes around eavesdropping on his next-door neighbor. Boy, I told her off, all right. And you were right. From now on, you shouldn't not never open your mouth about the graduation again, not never ever. <laughs> Gillis, you heard. Well, I couldn't help it. I just happened to step outside to go to the mailbox. Oh. You got another bill from the gas company. Thanks for tipping me off. I think you're getting a raw deal, Riley. After all, you're the boss of the house. No. Who wakes the supporters? I do. Sure. Who owes for the gas bill? I do. <laughs> Can't open my mouth about anything. Some thanks you get for being a father. Believe me, a bachelor is much better off. Yeah, that's the life, all right, a bachelor. Yeah, yeah. now we know it when it's too late. <laughs> I remember when I was a young bachelor, I'd stroll through the park on a Sunday, and I'd see a young father sitting on a bench holding a cute little baby in his arms, and I'd say, that's for me. And now I'm an old married man. I stroll through the park on a Sunday, and I see a young bachelor sitting on a bench holding a cute little baby in his arms, and I say, Ooh, that's for me. <laughs> Why, kids, who needs it? Well, I wouldn't go so far as that. I got a swell wife, and I'm pretty proud of my kids sometimes. Like, like this graduation, that's a big thrill for me. Babs is paying me back for all the heartache. Some pay her. So she lets you go to a graduation with a thousand other people. And afterwards, at the faculty reception, she'll hand you a cup of tea with a stale crumpet. But this you slaved a lifetime for tea and crumpets? Wait a minute. What's this about a reception? Don't tell me she didn't invite you. Well, I, I, I guess she didn't get around to it yet. Well, she better. This here reception is the big sociable event of the whole graduation. It is? Sure. 
that's when all the kids present the fathers and mothers to the teachers. They're all lined up, see, and then each kid says, um, Professor, may I make a present for you of my father? <laughs> and the professor shakes hands with you. Only when it comes back to Stein, the professor will be shaking hands with an empty face, because you ain't going to be there. Oh, Gillis, if she does that to me, I... No, no, my Babs wouldn't... Would she? <laughs> I'd love to go, Bert. All right, then. I'll see you after outside the administration building. Bye. Oh, who is that, Ben? Bert Roberts. Mother, I've got a date. We're going to girls for tea dancing right after the commencement exercise. Oh, that's nice. Oh, but isn't there some kind of faculty reception after the exercises? Oh, oh, nobody goes to that. It's terribly dull. Almost everybody in my class is going to girls. The only girls who are going to the reception are those without dates. Oh, I see. You, you don't mind, do you? Oh, of course not. Don't be silly, dear. This is your graduation band, and I want you to have a good time. Oh, I almost forgot. I've got your invitations for the commencement. Hey, hey, hey. We're in here, Riley. Hey, hey, where's Beth? i got to find... Oh, here you are, Daddy, here's the invitations for tomorrow. One for you, one for Mother, and one for Junior. And you go into the school through the third street entrance. Is this, uh, all you've got to tell me? Why, what do you mean? Well, what about after the connection? What, what happens then? Oh, well, after we're all going tea dancing. Oh. Oh, well, that's all I wanted to hear. <laughs> but I didn't know about the dancing. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> guess who's going to be my escort? Well, uh, let me see now. He's uh, somebody you're very fond of. Yes. And he's handsome? Well, I'll say he is. And his name is Bert Roberts. Uh, <laughs> Thank you so excited she forgot my name. <laughs> How will it sound when you say to the teachers, meet my distinguished father, Bert Rock. Bert Rock. Ro Bert Roberts. Riley, what on earth are you talking about? The faculty reception. Well, she's talking about Cyril's. Who's going to Cyril's? I am, with Bert. I don't want to go there with Bert. I want to go to the reception. <laughs> Riley. You're not going anywhere. You mean... Babs is going... You ain't going to introduce me to your teachers at the reception? Why, no, Daddy. You see, nobody... I don't want to hear any more. But, Daddy... Phyllis was right all along. I ain't good enough to meet your teachers. Oh, Riley, will you listen? You're ashamed of me. It's because I'm a poor riveter. You wouldn't feel this way if I was a millionaire riveter. <laughs> oh, now, Stop it, Riley. She's not ashamed of you. Of course not, Daddy. How can you think that? I'm through thinking. I'm acting. If I ain't good enough to go with you to the reception, then I ain't good enough to go to your graduation either. You, you see my ticket? Well, I'm tearing it up. Oh, Daddy, please. Now, it's no use arguing. My head's made up. <laughs> I ain't going. I got nothing against you, Babs. I still love you. I'll always love you. I wish you the best of luck. And when you're married and have your own kids... I only hope you'll be a happier father than I am. We'll hear the second act of The Life of Riley in a moment. From Atlantic to Pacific, folks are saying Prell's terrific. Yes, that's Prell, Procter & Gamble's radiant cream shampoo in the handy tube. You'll love new Prell for two reasons. First, 
Shell's exclusive Radiant Cream formula leaves hair more gloriously radiant than any soap shampoo, cream, or liquid. Shell can't leave a dulling soap film. Just radiantly soft, radiantly smooth, Shell-washed hair. Second, Shell removes unsightly dandruff quickly in as little as three minutes. Doctor's examinations proved it. And that Trell tube's terrific. No messy jars, no broken bottles. And Trell goes farther than any other known shampoo, cream, or liquid because it's concentrated for economy. So try the only Radiant Cream shampoo. The shampoo. And now back to the life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. Daddy! Daddy, answer me! Daddy, please come out. It's time we're leaving. Fab, it's almost three o'clock. Mother, Daddy won't come out of his room. He won't even answer me. Riley, it's time to go. Goodbye. I told you I'm not going. But you've got to go. Riley, open the door this instant. All right, I'll open it. But you ain't going to change my mind. I just ain't going, that's all. Oh, now, Riley, stop acting like an hysterical young bride on her wedding day. I'm not a young bride. I'm an old married woman. <laughs> I mean, I ain't going. But, Daddy, it's my graduation. You've just got to be there. No, no, I ain't good enough. Of course you're good enough. Yeah, where's your proof? Bed <laughs> don't think I'm good enough. Why, I do too. Riley, it's almost three o'clock. We'll be late. Now stop acting like a stubborn mule and come on. I'm telling you for the last time I ain't going. And I mean positively. You understand simple English? Positively. P-O-Z. C-O-S. I ain't going absolutely. <laughs> I won't go to Cyril's with Bert. We'll go to the reception instead. No, no, Babs. I won't let you do it. I won't let you give up your date just because your father's acting up over nothing. Now, Riley, I'm not going to stand here and argue with you all afternoon. Are you coming? Yes or no? Yeah, no. Daddy, if you're not at my graduation, I'll, I'll, I'll never forgive you. Riley, for the last time, are you coming? No. I said no, and I mean no. No. All right, Dad. Let's go. Oh, Dad. Oh, why didn't they have the courtesy to ask me once more? <laughs> All your life you work and slave and sacrifice for them, and then what happens to you in the end? Would you really like to know? <laughs> Who said that? Here I am behind you, Digby O'Dell, the friendly undertaker. <laughs> oh, hello, Digger. You shouldn't creep up on people like that. You're the first one who's ever complained. <laughs> Why are you sitting here on this bench, right? Waiting for a buzz? No, just sitting. I trust you're comfy. Did you notice my advertisement on the back of this thing? No. It says, you are resting here through the courtesy of Digby O'Dell. Uh, should be good for business. Oh, merely a public service. I don't need the business. 
I've got more orders at my place than I can carry out. Yeah, I, I wish I had your dough, Digger. I'd go someplace out of the city where I can get away from it all, where there's peace and quiet and I can lie around all day and nobody will bother me. But that takes dough. Not too much. I'd be glad to give you an estimate. <laughs> you see, I know all about traveling. Well, I really couldn't go. I got responsibilities. Even if my family don't care about me. Oh, nonsense. Your brood adores you. No, they don't. Like today, Dad just graduated. Oh, congratulations. Ah, how well I remember the day I graduated from the Mortician's Academy. My classmates adored me. And even then, they sensed my potentialities. They voted me the student most likely to get to the bottom first. <laughs> ah, I remember. Riley, it's just occurred to me. If Dad's just graduating, why aren't you at the services? I don't. I got my reason. Today, your place is at your dear daughter's side. You can't let her down. Well, she said... How would you like it if I let you down? <laughs> I wouldn't. But, 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 oh... Oh, Digger, you're right. I, I acted like a beast. Now it's too late. No, it isn't. Come, I'll drive you there in my vehicle. You think we've got time? Trust me. You may not be there for the beginning, but I guarantee I'll get you there in time for the finish. <laughs> Well, come along. We'd better be shoveling off. Digger, Digger, we're in time. They haven't started the speeches yet. Good. This way, uh, climb over this rope. Just a minute, mister. Where are you going? Well, I, I just want to get through to the audience here. May I see your invitation, please? Invitation? Oh, yeah, sure. I uh, well, I, I, I tore it up. I'm sorry, sir. No admission without an invitation. Oh, but my daughter... Sorry, Beth, that's the rules. You can't come in. But I gotta Don't go... Don't argue with him, right? Come over here. I want to speak to you. Yeah, but, Digger, I gotta get in there. I please. know. Follow me. Where are we going? We're behind the speaker's platform. Yeah, but the audience... You'll crawl beneath the platform and come out on the other side. Right in the audience. This way. Oh, okay. Watch your head. Yeah. Are you under? Yeah, I'm under. Now let's crawl straight ahead. Yeah. Oh, gee. Dark in here. And it's so stuffy. I can't breathe. It's just like... Please, let's not talk shop. <laughs> Come along. Crawl. What's that, right? That's the people up on the platform. Hmm. This is the first time I've ever been under people. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, members Hurry up, Randy. They're starting the speeches. Crawl faster. Yeah, well, something's holding me back. At this time, I have the honor to present the valedictorian for the class of 48, Miss Barbara Wright. That's bad. Hurry, hurry. I'm stuck. I can't. I made it. Where's that breeze coming from? What breeze? Oh, oh, Digger, that was my pants. I ripped my pants all the way down to my ankles. Honored members of the faculty, fellow students, ladies and gentlemen. Come on, Riley, I've gotten through. Well, I can't go out there. If I go out with these pants, I'll lose face. Today, we students are to be given awards and honors, but the real glory belongs not to She's going to think I let her down. She don't know I'm stuck here under the platform. Quiet, quiet, Riley. receiving our diplomas today. And as I look at this sea of upturned faces, I see my teacher seated there in the first row, who guided me patiently along the precipitous path of knowledge. I see my mother, who is seated there in the second row. 
And I see my father, who is... Who is... Sigurd, she don't know what to say. I see my father, who is... Who is... Who is stuck here under the platform. <laughs> yes, it's me, Patsy. I'm right here. I wouldn't let my little girl down. I'm here, all right, in the flesh. <laughs> Is there a barrel in the house? <laughs> the Rallies will be back in a moment. An all-around favorite. That's Prell, Procter & Gamble's Radiant Cream Shampoo in the handy tube. Mrs. W.K. Bomley of Greenfield, Massachusetts writes, I find Prell equally wonderful for my hair, which is dry, and my daughter's hair, which is somewhat oily. And that delightful, refreshing Prell fragrance really makes shampooing a pleasure. Yes, Prell's a pleasure for two reasons. Because Prell removes embarrassing dandruff quickly, leaves hair radiantly soft, radiantly smooth. You'll sing about Prell. Not a bit of dandruff is in sight. Comes in a tube, handy too. P R E L L Pro Well, I can't get over it. I still can't get over it. Oh, relax, Peg. It's all over. You don't realize what sort of a spectacle you made of yourself. Yeah, I know. Maybe I did act kind of unwise. Unwise? You almost ruined her whole speech. Yeah. But she made a great comeback. Did you hear them applaud when she finished? Oh, she's a great kid. And she was so glad that I showed up. Oh, the way you act sometimes, you don't deserve to have a wonderful daughter like Bab. Oh, you're, you're right, Duncan. Imagine. I actually thought my Babsy was ashamed of me. How dumb can a father get? Well, I don't know, dear, but keep on trying and you'll break your own record. <laughs> Floods in the Pacific Northwest have wrought untold human misery and property damage. Over 45,000 persons have been affected by these floods, and about 85% of these people are expected to turn to the Red Cross for shelter, food, medical care, and money to rebuild homes. Therefore, we are asking you to give whatever money you can to your local Red Cross chapter. Your contribution will be used expressly for the relief of these flood victims. and Gamble invite you to join us again next week to hear The Life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. The script is by Alan Lipscott and Reuben Schiff. Direction by Mitch Lindemann. Music by Lou Cosmo. Mrs. Riley is Paula Winslow. Digger O'Dell is John Brown. Babs is Barbara Island. And the principal is Alan Reed. The Life of Riley is produced by Irving Brecker. And remember, for radiantly clean, lovely hair, get the shampoo in the tube. P-R-E-L-L, Prell Shampoo. In the factory. On the farm. In the home. Hey, Mom, where's the lava soap? Yes, everywhere. Everybody depends on L-A-V-A, lava soap, to get dirty hands really clean because lava gets the stubborn dirt and grime ordinary wash-ups miss. 
In every inch of Lather's snowy lather, 50,000 tiny scrubbers remove deep dirt from skin crevices between fingers around fingernails. Yes, with lava, hands soiled by the dirtiest dirt, the grimiest grime comes sparkling clean in 30 to 50 seconds. Mr. Robert Gaylord of Greensboro, North Carolina says, I'm a printer, and lava soap's one of my best friends. It sure takes lava to get the ink and grime ordinary wash-ups miss. Yep, a lava wash-up gets my hands really clean in a jiffy. And remember, lava is gentle enough even for children's tender skin. So get the soap that gets the dirt. Get lava soap. This is Ken Niles reminding you to listen again next week when Prell brings you The Life of Riley. And now stay tuned for Truth or Consequences. Good night. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company. Thank you.